That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. Hey, real quick, big shout out to Colin Noir. If you know, you know, baby. That's right, Second Amendment all the way. Now, I just got back from vacation, so I took a break. And when I'm on vacation, I completely unplug from all of this because you know you need to have good, healthy outlets. So I'm back. And in choosing the first segment, you know, I go through you know media sites and I'm, I'm looking at things and. And I found this article here, uh, came out today, July 25th, and it is uh, from CNN, because as you guys know, <laughs> I, I, I tend to uh, like to look at the left-leaning uh, media rags because they're just, they're just, they never disappoint with providing me with content because <laughs> they're absolutely insane. So this one is on Indiana. So let's pull it up here. All right, this is coming from CNN, politics. Indiana legislature convening special session to consider abortion ban. Now already from the title, it's misleading because this is what the demolition party, you know, I call the democratic party, the demolition party, because all they do is endeavor to destroy since their inception. They are, are hoping to use this as a vehicle because they've, they've royally screwed over the whole entire country, which is what I told people would happen. I said, look, I'm not voting for Biden. He's going to destroy everything. And, you know, I'm not one to say I told you so, but anyway, so they're hoping to use this because they have no other vehicle. They literally have no other vehicle. Not, they can't look at, at domestic politics. They can't look at foreign policies. They can't look at, at economy. They can't look at education. They can't look at, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing that they have. Healthcare, there's nothing. They have absolutely nothing to help them stay in office and stay in power. Nothing. All of their tricks and manipulation and propaganda is, is, is just pushing people away from their party. So they're hoping to ride this into some victories. So just off the title alone, a special session to consider abortion ban. First of all, the special session is not to ban abortion. So this headline is, is literally a lie. It's not to ban abortion at all. What they are doing is, is what they should be doing is that it's going down to the state. And what they're trying to decide is there's already provisions for, for rape and incest, but it has to be proven, but there's already provisions for that. There's already provision for medical necessity, which if it's medically necessary, that means that it's going through a medical evaluation. So that's already going to have a process where they can prove it. And then they also want to have if it's going to be, um, you know, a, a medicated abortion that they want that to be regulated as well, which, you know, it should be. You can't just, you shouldn't be able to just get it over the counter and just pop them. Otherwise, you're back in the same boat. So those are, those are usually the arguments from, from pro-choice, right? What about if a woman's raped? What about incest? What about medical necessity? Okay, cool. Okay, but we've always known that that's anywhere between, you know, 1% to 3% of all abortions. So the other 97, 98, some even say 99% is all convenience. You wanted the sex, because that felt good, but you don't want the exact result that, 
that that procreation process is designed to produce? That doesn't make any sense, does it? You want to just please yourself, but you don't want to actually bring another life. You don't want to share your genetic material with another to create new life, to create a future and take care of that and take care of something beyond someone beyond yourself. You just, I just want to have sex and feel good. Oh no, I'm, I'm pregnant. Oh, I didn't know that that's what, that's how it happened. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You didn't have to be a biologist, not like Kentangi Brown Jackson, who doesn't know what the woman, woman is without a biological degree. You know, <laughs> right? So this, this right off, right off the bat is a lie. They're not banning abortion. They're banning abortions of convenience, which comes down to accountability and responsibility, right? So I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'll, I'll leave the link. It, it's the same old, I mean, you can just, I, I could write this for them. I know their nonsense, right? They're going to keep saying abortion is a right, which is also a lie, which is right here, even under, underneath this picture. Abortion rights activists rally at the Indiana uh, State House following Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which you know just put the power back in the hands of the state and made it more of a democratic process. This actually gave, this is actually falling more in line with the Constitution. It's not less democratic, it's more democratic. It's not less power in the hands of the people, it's more power in the hands of the people, which shows how strong their propagandist machine is that people are actually believing that this is a bad thing, that they actually have less power, that it's gonna put women's lives in jeopardy. They just say words to just make it sound like they're on the right side, even though their words are unsubstantiated by any type of reality and fact. So abortion is not a right and it's not healthcare. It simply isn't. They, they use the word right and they use the word healthcare because these are buzzwords to add more weight to an argument that they, they, they can't win. Their ideas suck. They can't win an argument. They can't sit down in a room with somebody who's intelligent and well-informed and have a discussion. They can't because they would never win. So all throughout this, they use, you know, abortion right, 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 right? And then they bring in, you know, Kamala Harris. Like, what does she have to, let's, let's see. So Kamala Harris is in Indianapolis on Monday for a meeting with state lawmakers about this issue. Why? Don't we have more pressing things that our vice president and president the top two leaders of our country should be dealing with, like the fact that people can't afford food to put to feed their families or afford gas to get to work, to make money, to feed their families. Isn't that more pressing than this? So as I told you, the Democratic Party is jumping on this. They don't care about the economy. They don't care about gas prices. They don't care about the war. They don't care about you at all. All they care about is power. They see this as a way to gain power. They will forgo everything else, common sense out the window, data out the window, reality out the window. We can use this as leverage to, to remain in power. They don't even know why they want power, they just want it. They don't use it for the greater good ever. And if it ever happens to where some greater good happens, that's always consequential, it's never on purpose. <laughs> it's never on purpose, these people are just pure evil. They just are. Now I'm not saying that there aren't good people who, have, who bought into the demolition party and who are within that party, but you guys are just aiding and betting evil, so you need to jump ship. I'm not saying you gotta go Republican, but you need to let the Democratic Party die. They need to die, they need to go. They were the first step in the divide and conquer. Everyone, this is a Democratic Republic. Everyone by definition is a Republican. 
That's we're Republic. That's the way that works. Right. But you can be independent. You can be Republican. But Demolition Party needs to sink like the Titanic. Anyway, she she pledged the Biden administration support for protecting abortion rights. Once again, it's not a right. They'll keep repeating the same words. They'll repeat it over and over and over. It's a health care. Women, you know, women are in danger. They're going to start doing abortions with, with wire hangers. Really? When was the last time you seen a wire hanger? Unless, unless you're going, unless you get your clothes dry clean, you don't see wire hangers. Stop it. It's so absurd. This isn't 1975. <laughs> stop it, please. <laughs> please stop. All right. If you have a medical necessity, if you are raped or is a, a question of, of incest, then it's already in there. These provisions are already set. But that's not what you want, is it? You want to be able to have sex and have the pleasure, but not be held accountable for the exact results that sex is meant by natural law to produce. So this is a, this is a question of narcissism and a lack of accountability. That's what this is. That's what you want. You want to just be, I want to be able to have sex with whoever I want. And then, I, then if I do get pregnant, I can go ahead and just and get rid of the baby because it's, it's inconvenient to my life. It's going to hinder my life. It's going to hinder me. It's going to hinder what I want, what I want, what I want. I want sex. I don't want this baby. I, I, me, me, me. That's what it is. So anyway, um, that's that article. I'll leave it up. It's all dribble. It's all silliness. I could dismantle every one of their arguments, every one of their assertions in under five minutes. Actually, it wouldn't even take me that long. But as an added bonus, what I want to do is I'm going to show you a video. Because in this here, you know, you'll see abortions up to 20 weeks, abortions up to 22 weeks. Now there's a push in California, unfortunately. I know it's, I'm a, Cali I'm a California boy too, born and raised. And California is insane. They're, it's just run by evil people who, who don't care about life, who don't care about your prosperity at all. I, it, I don't know why you guys keep voting for them. I don't know why they've never made your life better. It's been decades upon decades. They've never done a good job it, at all. Newsom is, I, you know, if, if he turned out to be a demon, I, I, I would, I'd be like, oh yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> if he came out one day, just had horns and a tail. I'd be like, yeah, no. all right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He's, he is an evil son of a gun. He is an evil son of a gun. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I just want to show you something because you guys don't, they keep giving you these lies, like they don't know what science is and science is. I, I, I watched this one person on an interview. It's a pro-lifer on an interview. And, and the person, the host, was trying to say that, that, you know, life starting at conception is not settled science. <laughs> no, it's just a clump of cells. A clump of what cells? Baboon cells? Oh, a clump of human cells. Okay, but how are the human cells dividing and growing? Oh, because they're alive. And that started literally at conception. So life starts at conception. Like she, she couldn't even, she was just repeating the buzzwords that, that she's been told. She's just, just repeating the lies. She's like a program, you know, young Ripa calls them NPCs, non-player characters. That's exactly what they are. They're just non-player characters. They're just, they program them and they send them out into the game <laughs> to either support or hinder the actual players. That's what she was just a non-player character. No, that's not true. That's, she, she said it like emphatically. That's not true at all. That's not true. It's like, Hold on, literally at conception, that unique human being that is, is created 
it, it's known. It, anyway, I'm gonna show you this video. It's a short video, I think it's under four minutes. This shows you the first trimester. Okay, I want you to watch it. I want you to understand that life starts at conception. So if life starts at conception, and it's, and, and it's the life of a human being. Now, you can say it's early development, but it's a human being. It's gonna become a human being. It's never gonna become anything else, right? It has, it has unique genetic material from mother and father that come together and create a whole new human being right at conception. If that process is hindered at any point on purpose, that is the very definition of murder. I'm not talking about a miscarry. That's not on purpose. I'm saying there's life, something is done on purpose, and now there's no longer life. That is literally the definition of murder. It has nothing to do with religion. Don't even come with, oh, radical extremist, Christian. No, this is science. This is fact. This is law. It's natural law and man's law defines it. So it is. So let me show you this video. And I just want you to see, because maybe you guys forgot. Maybe you, you, you were sick that day in biology. I don't know. But they got you believing that it's, it's a clump of cells and then it miraculously turns into a human at some particular time. Like, oh, now it's a human being. We, we, were, we were unsure until that time. We didn't know what the clump of cells was going to turn into. <laughs> anyway, check this out. Pregnancy is the time period during which a baby develops inside your uterus. It usually lasts about 40 weeks, starting from the first day of your last menstrual period. These 40 weeks are grouped into three segments, called trimesters. The first trimester lasts about 13 weeks. During the first two weeks, you aren't actually pregnant because of the way your due date is calculated. But your body is preparing for pregnancy. During the second week, an egg is released from your ovary in a process called ovulation. Around the end of the second week, the baby is conceived in a process called conception or fertilization. This happens when a sperm from the father merges with the egg from the mother, usually in the fallopian tubes. During conception, genetic material from the mother and father combine to form a unique genetic code. In See, a unique genetic code, unique meaning not found or seen anywhere else on the planet, not past, present, and definitely not in the future. If this person that is being created right now is aborted, you will never see this person again. You understand that? It's a unique human life. Constantly determining sex, hair color, eye color, and hundreds of other characteristics. This new single cell, called a zygote, or embryo, is the beginning of a new human being. The beginning of a new human being. Okay? Stop calling it a clump of cells as if it's not a human in its early stages of development clump of cells. The pro-choice say it as if it's just some inanimate object that's not alive. Oh, that's just a clump of cells. They're trying to rationalize murdering a human being. See how far they have to take it? Oh, it's just a clump of cells. Oh, okay, well, it, oh, it was just rape then. It was just rape. 
Why are you so up in arms about it? It was just rape. She's still alive. Do you see how absurd that argument is? Of course it's not just a clump of cells. Of course it's not just rape. It's a heinous, abhorrent crime. And so is murdering a baby. During the third week, the zygote divides to form a hollow ball of cells called a blastocyst. The cells of the blastocyst begin to arrange themselves into two groups. The inner group will develop into your baby, and the outer group will form tissues to nourish and protect it. During week four, the blastocyst moves into the uterus. Look, look what a miracle this is. Look what a miracle this is. This whole argument is trying to devalue the miracle that allows us to perpetuate our species. Look how amazing this is. And this happens all in a woman's body. A woman is a walking miracle. Her womb is a walking, her womb is a miracle. It's a miracle. And they're reducing it down to an inconvenience. And you think that, that we're gonna be a more prosperous species, taking the very thing that allows us to perpetuate ourselves and reducing it down to an inconvenience? You, why is that even an argument you'd want to win? It's literally going to annihilate us. It, you're, what you're asking for is extinction. When you start to devalue it to that point, you're going to have less people engaging in it, which is already happening. Anyway, I, I'm, I may stop it one or two more times and I say, I'm just going to let it play. Sorry. Where it hatches out of its outer layer. Once freed from this outer layer, the blastocyst can embed itself in the thickened lining of the wall of the uterus in a process called implantation. Weeks five to 10 are referred to as the embryonic period. All of the major organs start to grow, such as the brain, spinal cord, and heart. I want you to understand that this is happening between week five and week 10. So at week 10, Right? This is basically two months, two months plus an additional two weeks. That's it. And you get the heart and brain and all of these things. You're trying to tell me that at a clump of cells is fine to destroy that. But now when it starts to look more like a human being, then, then it's not. So these are, these are silly infantile arguments. It's the same thing that they, that they use that, that, that gun control advocates use, oh, the gun is scary. They're completely ignorant of the functionality and lethality, but they talk about it being scary. This is the same thing. They're, it, these aren't intelligent arguments. You can't go off, oh, it's scary. Oh, well, as long as it just looks like cells, it doesn't look like a human being, then it's fine. Oh, it's just a clump of cells, then it's fine. It doesn't have arms and legs. It doesn't look, yes, but if you don't, kill it, another four weeks, it will have arms and legs. So it's just a matter of timing. So, okay, well, as long as we kill it early, it's fine. That, that's ridiculous. <laughs> At any point from conception, it's murder. There's no avoiding that. There's no avoiding that reality. There's no argument that you can give me. And I'd be happy to debate you. I already know I'm gonna win because I already know what your arguments will be. Your arguments are not based in fact. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it has arms and legs. Now we don't want to kill it. Even though now, of course, they're pushing the envelope. Now California is looking, this is what I was going to say before, so disappointed in California. Now they're looking to, to 
you know, basically kill the child up to, what is it, like 28 weeks after birth? But that is the evolution of this sociopathic activity, this horrible, horrible practice. Yeah, because if you can kill it at two weeks or four weeks, why can't you kill it 28 weeks after? It's still killing a baby, right? That's a, that's, that actually is more logical. It's heinous and evil, but it actually is more logical. What difference does it make? And that's what I'm saying. What difference does it make? The difference is, as soon as you acknowledge that life starts at conception, it's murder. Medical necessity, and then you want to add a provision for rape and incest. Okay, I have my own thoughts on that as well, but you want to add those? Okay, cool. Those are the three. Medical necessity, rape, incest. That's it. Everything else is convenience. You can always abstain. I don't know why we move forward as if a human being is unable to abstain. Now, we have a disease culture that over-sexualizes everything and then takes away accountability. So yeah, of course, people are going to have sex. They can have sex early and often. But that's because we programmed them to. It's not because they can't control themselves. There's no reason for any of us to have sex before we find the partner that we want to create a family with. There's absolutely none that aren't selfish reasons. You're not doing anything for anybody else. You're having sex because it brings you pleasure, period. Everything else that you tell yourself is a lie because you could have waited and you would have still had sex. You could wait and end up having the same amount of sex that you would have had, but it would be with one person. You guys would be raising a family. You'd have trust involved. You'd have respect involved and that you would have better sex. And then you could raise a family and raise children and create something beyond yourself, something to contribute to the rest of society. You could do that. But we've got in our heads, oh no, you can't control yourself. Okay, well then we should expect you to break laws, we should expect you to do drugs, we should expect you to do all of these things. No, no, that's not the expectation. The expectation is that you follow the law. The expectation is that you have self-control and you have self-respect and that you hold yourself accountable for your actions. <laughs> but no, not when it comes to sex. That's all, that's all a lie of this disease culture to get you to engage. When I was younger, there were kids 12 years old having sex. When I was younger. So we're talking like early 90s, late 80s. So it's only gotten worse. Of course, kids can abstain if we taught them to. But we don't. We tell them that it's okay. Uh, we'll just get you fixed. Or we throw women on birth control. There'd be no reason for women to be on birth control. There'd no, be no reason to put in a young developing girl's body to, put, to, to enter in hormones from an external source. Because that can possibly go wrong. Could it? There'd be no need. Because when they start having sex, it'll be with their husbands. And they'll be raising a family. And when they're done having all the kids they want, the guy can get a vasectomy. There we go. Problem solved. No need for birth control. No need for condom. No need for any of those things. I'm not saying that you can't have them. But there's no need for them. The heart begins to beat during this period. Structures called the placenta and umbilical cord begin providing life support for the embryo. They bring nutrients and oxygen from the mother to the embryo. Bones and muscles start to grow beneath thin, transparent skin. Toward the end of the embryonic period, the embryo starts to look more human. At the end of week 10, the embryo is now called a fetus, and is about one and a quarter inches long from head to rump. 
Real quick, do you know what is healthcare? Pregnancy. Healthcare of the mother and healthcare of the child inside of her. That's actual healthcare. Stopping that process isn't healthcare. It isn't. And, and before you go, oh, what about medical necessity? That happens like what, less than a percent? Then yes, if it's medically necessary, going through an evaluation process, a medical process that determines that it is, without a doubt, medically necessary, then that is healthcare. But abortion isn't healthcare and it's not a right. Just wanted to say that. This is the last time I'm gonna stop and let it play, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. During the next few weeks, the arms and legs grow longer and start to move. Fingers and toes finish developing, and the baby's face becomes well-formed. By the end of the first trimester, your baby is almost three inches long. Your body experiences many changes during the first trimester. This is due to changing levels of chemicals, called hormones, circulating through your body. The most common first sign of pregnancy is that your menstrual periods have stopped. You may have other symptoms as well, okay. such as nausea, often called... So, they're going to try to ride this out. I told you the Democratic Party is going to try to, to ride this lame three-leg pony all the way to a victory. I don't believe it's going to work because the reality of it is, is that people care more about being able to feed their families than they do about this issue. Even if they do care about this issue, they care about feeding their families a whole lot more. And the Democratic Party has failed America. And it's because they don't actually love America. They don't, if, if they loved the Constitution, they loved America, they wouldn't have destroyed it. They wouldn't have outsourced our, our, our energy. and they, They'd have us self-reliant. Because when you're self-reliant, you have more power, you have more leverage. They don't care about this. CNN doesn't care about this. They keep saying the same words. They're just a part of this propagandist machine that's meant to get votes. That's the only thing it's meant to do. Roe v. Wade was meant to just change the, the, the balance of power. That's all it was. It took an issue that clearly constitutionally should have been left to the state and centralized it to the federal government, unconstitutionally so, for 50 years. It didn't save more lives. So if, like, let's say, I'll, I'll be generous. Let's say that 3% of abortions are medical necessity, rape, and incest. That leaves 97%. And if you have 800,000 abortions annually, 97% of those lives would be saved, would have been saved, would be alive today. Each year over, I won't even give you 50 years, let's just go each year over 40 years. That's a lot of human beings. It's a lot of lives. It's a lot of potential great leaders and heroes, inventions that we could have had that, have, that, that could have helped our, our society. That's a lot of possibilities, a lot of hope that we ripped apart and sold for parts and called it a right and called it healthcare. There's something fundamentally wrong about that approach and we're gonna pay for that and we are paying for it, but we're gonna continue to pay for it as a society. And sometime in the future, when, when, our, when our 
disease culture has completely collapsed us and we have to build from the ground floor up and all we'll do is just go back to the constitution because it really is the best document ever. And we build back up. They're gonna look back and say, why did they ever do those things? How do we ever come to this point where we devalued the miracle that is childbirth to the point that they consider it an inconvenience they consider it detrimental to the life and prosperity of the woman. We're gonna pay for that one, I'm telling you. But anyway, hopefully that was helpful. Uh, this I'm, I'm gonna keep my eye on it, and I'm sure this won't be the last segment. But you know, they want you in the dark, and I'm over here trying to do what? Trying to help you turn on that light. You guys be well.